the way I've thought about it, I, I don't know where I picked this up from, but this is just how I think of it, you know, with my friends. I don't see that as a hit to my pride. I actually see that as a stride to my pride because I take so much pride in myself and and getting past things and learning from experiences that I think it shows courage. I think it shows um, self-reliance to do these, to be willing to go to someone else for help. Everybody, welcome to Almost Cool. I'm Martin, and that's Hooter. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's having a great day. Are you having a good day, Jordan? Dude, my day couldn't have started off any better. I have a great girlfriend that you know shoved red beans and rice and <laughs> and cornbread down my gullet. So <laughs> cornbread for breakfast—it's a little different Dude. than usually plan it. But feeling stocky, man. Yeah, I like that. that's a hearty <laughs> breakfast, man. You're ready to tackle your day. Oh man, but it was delicious. And so I am just Woo. Yeah, you're gonna, off great. You're gonna have like a nap at two PM today. Oh dude, I'm gonna <laughs> knock out. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, speaking of uh going to sleep and knocking out, I don't know why I said that. Because <laughs> it doesn't segue at, at all into what we're talking about today. Oh man. But no, it's great. We're talking about vulnerability today. It's a super touchy subject. It's it's not touchy, it's just I I feel like this is a topic that because we have been opening up ourselves and we have been expressing ourselves to you guys and the world that um we're you know, we wanted to specifically talk about how great it is to open up yourselves and actually dive deep into yourself and express that to other people. And yeah, yeah. T- today's topic is about vulnerability, and you know, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the goods, the bads, all, all the you know, all that jazz. But uh, opening up can be hard. It's like one of the <laughs> it hardest. Be, it could be very hard. Um, but before, <laughs> what's in the box? I watched that movie two days ago. <laughs> it's it's like it's, it's it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. <laughs> um. Before we start, start, uh, I just want to shout out a couple of different people, uh, two close friends of mine, Flannery and Chris. Um, these people, you know, one of them I know in Louisiana, one of them I know in Kentucky, and both of them reached out to me with pretty much the same point about how it's so refreshing and it's so nice to hear two guys talk about their feelings and be comfortable with one another. And just really, you know, speaking of vulnerability, just being able to convey to one another how they're feeling and have trust in the other person to hear them out and actually give a damn, you know, like it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's really refreshing. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's so refreshing. It's like taking a sip of water with mints in your mouth. It's, oh, it, yeah. it's so refreshing to feel um, that I can talk, that I have someone I can talk to um, that's not, you know, that doesn't make me feel weird about it. Doesn't make mm-hmm. me, feel like it's not okay because yeah with the stigma of you know guys sharing their feelings being vulnerable being vulnerable is always viewed as like a weakness and and especially i mean that's i think that's 
a little bit more to our parents' generation than it is ours. I think it's becoming more acceptable because we were talking about when someone brought, you know, your friends brought that to our attention. And mm-hmm. at first I, I didn't even really think about it because my friends and I naturally are like feel that okayness you know we're totally comfortable with each other and expressing ourselves um and our discomforts to each other so when someone brought that up i I didn't even really make the connection until multiple people said it and i was like oh wow you're actually right it is really hard for specifically men to open up not that it's not hard for everybody and um but you know with the stigma behind being like uh, vulnerable being a weakness for men and right viewed as that yeah i totally I made the connection of just because I'm not dealing with it doesn't mean people aren't. So yeah, exactly. I'm I'm in the same boat. Like me and my friends, we've all never really had a problem. If one of us is going through something, we're all open to hear about it. And I didn't, <laughs> like you said, I didn't even think about other people. I didn't even think about the negative stigma that it has that men can't open up and share their feelings with not one another. So. Thank you guys so much for bringing that to our attention because it's a happy accident that, you know, we got there. But now that we know it's there, it does mean a lot more. So absolutely. Yeah. And and to start that up, I mean, just just because you're a man and or a woman, this applies to everybody. I'm just specifically talking to the men right now um, who feel like their their toughness or their their masculinity will be at risk. Um, for opening right. up and sharing to people, because I do struggle with that too. I'm I, I have moments where I don't want to, you know. Maybe it feels like I'm going to be complaining, or maybe it's going to feel uh, I'm not as tough as I am because it, you know, I need help with a certain problem, you know. And it's reaching out to someone in that way. You know, I I totally understand the feeling weak because I I, I like to pride myself on independence. I like to pride myself on being able to stand here and handle myself 100%, you know, and yeah. get, and it's all an illusion to people, you know, when people look at me, they're like, man, that guy's got it together. And on the inside, <laughs> it's, it's just chaotic. Like it's a uh, dumpster fire. Boy. It's, that, it's that SpongeBob uh, scene where he's trying to find his name uh, in his brain and everybody's like, Oh, <laughs> That's exactly fine dining and breathing. <laughs> we threw out the name. <laughs> exactly. It's really hard to open up. Um and it and it and it's I'm still struggling with a little bit. Um I have some great friends that really validate that it's okay to express your discomforts and everything. And they do I I've some people have really told me that I you know, you don't lose your dignity just because you open up to someone and you're not less of a man. Uh, because you are struggling or because, and, and like I said, I, I see, I, I'm talking to the men right now. This does apply across the the board here for everyone. If you have, you know, I want to say it doesn't make you less of a person if you express those feelings. Um, and if you're, if someone is making you feel that way, that's not the right person to be opening up to, you know, right, it, it's, yeah. there, there's steps. I feel like there's great steps. Um, if you're wanting to open that door for vulnerability and you find difficulties in it, like difficulties within that, it, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not a trial. It's not like a trial and tribulation thing where you need to like talk to three people and see who reacts the best. It's not like, right. you know, I don't want to say pick and, you know, pick and choose that way. Um, I, I always just think it's, you know, to, to start that vulnerability. I, I always, I always gravitate to someone who really cares about me or really understands me more on a personal level. And 
that could be someone's parents for them. That could be someone's best friend. That could be, uh, you know, your youth group leader. That could be uh, an uncle that you see once a year. You know, it, it could literally yeah. be anybody who you feel comfortable with. Um, but I think it, 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 I, the main point of that is the reason I gravitate to those is because they, those people have seen me deal with multiple issues and how, and has seen it through fruition. Like how I, uh, like how I reacted when I approached an issue, how I reacted in it and then how I'm dealing with it after. So those people have a good basis on, you know, when I'm, when yeah. I'm being vulnerable, I open up to them. They have, like we were saying, they have the baggage. They understand the bags I'm carrying that, you know, they, they, they can relate right. way more on a, so, you know, when they're reasoning with you, you can, they, they actually have some empathy and some sympathy that they can throw your way because maybe they've dealt with those problems or they just know you, you know, and it's right, really yeah. great when someone is like, Hey, well you like for me, sometimes I have self-destructive tendencies and we talked about that a little bit on the vices episode, but mm-hmm. um, with that, it's like you know when you're confronting people, if someone already has that like knowledge of me, and then I'm going into a new situation, and then I open up to them, you know, it's a thing where they can be like they they have that bank of okay, he actually struggles with this one problem. It's not that it, it it's like the same problem in any means, but he has the bag or he has like you know you have the foundation of all these things that I've dealt with that you can right, yeah. then bring into and help me understand the why yeah, I'm doing it, what I'm doing now based on what I was doing before, you know? Yeah, having that outside person that that sees um, just you along the way and can kind of connect the dots and, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Charlie Day with the Pepe Sylvia <laughs> like string map. Like, you can connect everything. You can see where the connections lay and all these different little troubles that you've gone through along the way. And they know how they kind of coincide with one another. And they're able to have a clearer picture of what you're dealing with and give sounder advice based off of that. Yeah. And, it, and I, oh, you know, it's it, giving advice, I always say, is one of the hardest things to do because we preach every day that we're not professionals. Um, we do our best to help and reach out and make people feel comfortable because that's that's what we love to do. And yeah. I think just because opening that door to vulnerability is so scary, uh, there's ways to even be vulnerable, but like not a hundred percent. You know, have you ever half told a story to somebody and trying and they maybe they're giving weird advice or you know maybe they're just like oh man that sucks and the way they're reacting kind of doesn't make you want to keep progressing or keep opening up so you kind of yeah. close that door do you feel that honestly th- i think that's a perfect question into what i was thinking about all week just to get started with it is that yeah there are times where if i get to a point where i'm trying to open up to somebody um and I haven't taken the time necessary previously to become familiar with my own problems and issues or and even to be comfortable enough with those problems and issues to know that, okay, I need to talk to someone, that I'll kind of half-hold information just to make it seem not as bad, or I'll hide vital parts of the story, you know, <laughs> to save face myself yeah, and exactly. be like, oh, yeah, like... I could have punched someone in the face and then they punched me back, but I only told that person that they punched me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think 
step number one into getting ready to be vulnerable because I don't think that you should just right off the bat as soon as you're facing a problem go to the first person along on the road you know on on the street and just be like you are not going to believe this today like you shouldn't (laughs) i think it's important to take the time necessary to kind of evaluate what you're going through and to be like all right this is where i'm stuck on this problem It'd be great to have some advice to how to get there. But let me look at this other thing that relates. So when I talk about problem A, I have, you know, the the backstory over here to relate to it and see where things kind of stem from. Mm-hmm. And that can take a lot of work. Like there are a lot of things inside me. I was talking to you about this right before we started recording that I wanted to talk about this subject because there is something that's been on my mind from something in my past, you know, a decade ago, 15 years ago, that just started coming to to the front of my brain when I'm having to deal with this. Yeah. And I'm not comfortable talking about it yet. Like, I don't want to share this story yet. Mm-hmm. And I will eventually. Don't get me wrong. So stay tuned. But <laughs> <laughs> but this is a big thing in my life. And I'm, I'm kind of sorting out the details to see what I want to... Where I see the problem arising, see what little things could have led up to that, and just see where I went wrong, see where the people around me went wrong, and then hear an outside perspective on that problem. Yeah. So, like, I I I can't emphasize enough before you go out and you know <laughs> commit yourself to vulnerability. Make sure that you're able to talk about this with yourself, because if you can't talk about this with yourself, then how do you expect to talk about this with other people? Exactly. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. And to formulate those ideas before you bring it to someone's attention, it, I don't want to say, hey, you have to have everything figured out. You have to have A, B, and C lined up before you come talk to me, anything like that. Just know, right. I think, from the listener's perspective, um, you want if you're being vulnerable, <laughs> to open that door, you know, it's intimidating. And especially if maybe it's your first time or maybe you just aren't okay with it, um, you know, as like, you know, like we were saying, we're really comfortable, but there's a lot of people out there that aren't. And right. if you, you know, patient, like I was saying, patience with that, like formulate those ideas and those uh, conclusions. And you, like I said, you don't have to figure everything out, but like you were saying, talk to yourself make sure you have a foundation with yourself um, mm-hmm. to keep you grounded because whenever you're being vulnerable, especially, I mean, we're, we suffer this with our podcast is right. when you're talking and you're opening up, other thoughts are going to enter your head as you're talking. Yeah. And as so, you know, you don't want the first, and you don't want the, the first thing you tell somebody to be the first thoughts you have, you know, you want to have, yeah. when you, when I, I think it's a good idea to run through, thought one, thought two, thought three of an issue that you're dealing with. And then, you know, clarity kind of starts to set in because now you're, once you have those three thoughts or, you know, however many you bank before you tell somebody, it gives you a bigger picture of what you're personally feeling. It gives you a bigger picture of maybe how to bring it up to somebody because, you know, if, if you have a very traumatic moment in your life, bringing that up to somebody, it might shock them as a listener. You know, you have to, like, being vulnerable is, you know, it it is a thing where you're choosing to be vulnerable and you want to express yourself and you want to 
express those discomforts that you have. And I 100% think you should. I don't think it's an issue where um, it's too drastic to bring up, or I don't think it's too serious to bring up. I mean, if you have an issue that you think is too serious to bring up, that just means you don't, it doesn't mean you don't have the people to talk to, but it just means you don't have that person that you automatically think of when you go to talk to somebody. And so if you're in that position where you feel like you have zero people to be vulnerable with, you know, there's steps. I I do this myself. Um, I have an online therapist and it's not a thing where uh, I go on there to vent my problems and do this. It's just like once every two weeks I get on there, it's chat based and I just tell them what I'm thinking, what I'm going through. And that's where, you know, as much as we like to think, to have, like I was saying, I, I'm thinking the steps that you take, like if you're having the thought bank, right? You know, we were talking yeah. about having the pre-thought. That's, a, that's an avenue where you don't have to do that because that person is only there to kind of help you through and talk you through your problems. They're not there to solve them. They're just there right, to make yeah. you question things. And I think as a listener, um, I really, you know, on the listening side, when you're bringing someone to their problems and you don't have – or sorry, sorry, when you don't have anybody to talk to and then you're bringing – there's avenues that you can even still be vulnerable and discreet. You don't uh, being vulnerable is paired with for me. It's not secretive. It's just discreet. Where, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not ashamed of the things I've gone through, or I'm not ashamed of being sad or you know having discomforts that I want to tell thing you know tell people. It's just you know there is a like we we're saying I struggle with that stigma of like you know how weakness or how weak am I going to feel after this? Am I going to feel right. You know, that, you know, I want to be able to lift 300 pounds, you know, but that's just not the case with these arms, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's, I, it's really hard because I want to talk about expressing yourself and being opening. Um, but you know, I, I think I have way more experience because of who I am as a listener. Um, and I, I just to, before, you know, we move on to that, I just, do you think um, when you're going to be vulnerable with some, or going to be vulnerable? It sounds funny. <laughs> um, when you're when you have decided that you're going to open up to a certain person about something, um, what what kind of things do you run through in your head of the checklist of what that person might need to meet to open up to? Because you know it is a comfort thing. What are the comforts that that person may provide? Um, for you to feel comfortable when you're talking to your feeling, like talking your feelings out. Okay. Um, so first let me, let me back it up just a second, because I do want to say this about how, how we open the show about men not talking about their feelings. So they feel like it's a hit to their pride to show vulnerability. They view it as a weakness. The way I've thought about it, I, I don't know where I picked this up from, but this is just how I think of it you know, with my friends, I don't see that as a hit to my pride. I actually see that as a stride to my pride because I take so much pride in myself and in getting past things and learning from experiences that I think it shows courage. I think it shows um, self-reliance to do these, to be willing to go to someone else for help. Yeah. Because you know you're you're getting to that you care enough about yourself to want the best for yourself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i think that in itself shows a lot of pride in who you are 
and it shouldn't be viewed as a weakness. And like we said, I think that stigma is kind of quickly going out the window. Um, but it hasn't yet, so we need to convey that message that it's okay, it's not a weakness. But to get back to your question, what makes me comfortable is that, first of all, I have to be comfortable enough with myself. I have to know that um, I've picked a person to open up to that I know cares about me, that I know has a good head on their shoulders, who won't, you know, <laughs> who who doesn't have this... <laughs> You know, something bad happens to me. All right, let's go set them on fire. You yeah, know what like I mean? Uncle like, Bobby's got some crazy ideas. You know, yeah, what I'm exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Love my uncle Bobby. Not going to tell him what I'm going through. Sorry, bud. But, <laughs> but it's it, it it's important to find that person that you know that maybe you've seen go through their own problems and that you've seen maybe they've come to you for advice. And so you see that two-way road of, okay, this is where we're at. I can talk to you. You could talk to me. We're good with this. We know these. this is going to be, a, like you said, a discreet thing. We're not going to go around, oh, you won't believe what Jordan's worried about, or you yeah. won't believe what Martin's <laughs> They didn't of. start a podcast about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think that's, like, step number one for me is that in finding a person anyway, like that next step into becoming vulnerable is having a person that I do really trust and value their input, even on things that have nothing to do with me. I like hearing how they're seeing how their brain works on a number of different issues, you know? Yeah. Like I've opened up to my girlfriend about some pretty big stuff. And (laughs) I mean, obviously she's my girlfriend. So I, I love how she thinks anyway, but even before we started dating, like we would have conversations about just the most random shit. Mm hmm. And it's cool to see how she would just, like last night we talked, we had like a 30 minute conversation about is Vince Vaughn funny or not? (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough question to answer. It's a tough one. And we like, we, we narrowed things down. We picked things apart and seeing her actively do this with a subject that has nothing to do with me. It made me way more comfortable to be able to go to her with something that does affect me because I know how her brain works. I know that she, you know, picks things apart and breaks things down and looks at each individual thing rather than just the whole thing. And let's take a drastic (laughs) reaction to it, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's that there is just someone that I know. Because I'm very picky. I'm very choosy on who I let know my problems. Like, I have no problem telling these people. Mm -hmm. But it takes, if I don't know anybody, like when I first started figuring out who my people were, I I would put them through the ringer in my head of just like, all right, can I trust this motherfucker? Okay, can I, you know, like, like how do they, do they go around spreading everyone else's dirty mm-hmm. laundry like mm-hmm. do they do this are they a big gossip because i will not be telling my things to them you yeah know? exactly yeah the, the, that checklist gets longer and longer the more you think <laughs> about it yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much but that's basically how i choose a person is just how comfortable i am with them and mm-hmm. seeing past experiences of them working through something themselves mm-hmm. or just seeing how their brain works to a bat to a difficult issue and problem you know yeah yeah and if i if i view it as all right this is an a plus rating (laughs) 
that's what I'm going for. You yeah, know, that's who I want to talk to. Yeah, I mean, and it, to I mean, honesty is the biggest thing with being vulnerable. And so yes. when you're, you yeah. know, you have like you were saying, if you you can't hold back, so you need to, you know, you need to talk to someone that you honestly feel 100 percent uh, comfortable being honest. And honest honesty is it's one of the hardest things to do, especially when you're expressing your discomforts because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put yourself in a bad light because you don't like what's going on. You don't, you know, there's so many of these anxieties that build up before you um, express yourself and put yourself right. out there. And I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the steps of being, uh, I don't know, it's, I'm trying to put myself in a position where maybe, I, you know, I'm dealing with something and then who I'm picking to choose because I feel like I do know a lot of people out there. Right. And a lot of those people really do care about me. It's not that they don't. It's not that they have uh, that I'm, you know, when you were saying we're being picky and choosy, it's not because we like one person more than the other or the, it's just the way that this person handles themselves and the way they handle right. their own issues that you personally see and observe. I really, and I, like you were saying, I really can put myself and be like, okay, well, you know, we're going through different things, but I feel like you're level-headed and it's a great thing yeah. to... That's another thing you said too about um, honesty is that you need someone that will also kick your ass when you need it too. That won't just side with everything you're saying. Like if you're going through a problem and you and you were the cause of the problem, mm-hmm. but you don't see yourself that way, it, it's it's great to have someone say, "Okay, you handled this terribly." Like I'm oh, not yeah. looking down on you mm-hmm. for that. I'm just letting you know that you could have done a lot better in the way you, you know, went through with this action. Like, it's it's good to have someone that won't pull punches and will kick your ass when you need it mm-hmm. because that's where the growth comes from. That's where the the brutal honesty of knowing that you did something wrong or knowing that someone else did something wrong and they're not trying to just, you know, simmer the situation down, that they will tell mm-hmm. the truth so you can either, okay, this person did this to you and that affected you, so love them but you need to cut them out or you did something wrong to this person and now you're feeling really guilty about it you need to go and apologize to them Mm -hmm. like you need to step out of your comfort (laughs) zone and make it right you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because we're not always right even like when we think we are and right you know and that that just that opens the door to really discuss about how you know, how to be a good listener to somebody. And because I have more experience of people being vulnerable with me, um, and, you know, a lot of people actually do this to me. So my last, I want to, not my last thought, but uh, just when you're opening up to someone, you know, how I want to say do a test run. I don't, you know, it's weird to say that. Um, and how I'm, how I'm describing it in my head is let's say you've never opened up to someone before, but you really, really respect them and you, and you value their opinion and, but you never opened, maybe it's a new friendship, you know, it's maybe it's the first thing you're going through something like that. Uh, uh, a good step that I take and someone's done this to me before is maybe when you're, when you initially talk about it with the person, try to do it in a third party kind of sense. It's not lying. It's, you know, be honest, maybe, you know, keep the, the story in line. Don't hold back information, but say things, um, or maybe just like, don't even say anything. Just ask questions. If, Hey, if someone is dealing, you know, I'm just going to pick insecurity. If they're dealing with insecurity, what, you know, what would you, say to someone who is 
battling with this specific one, you know, like, you know, yeah. it, it's, you're asking questions that are really vague to kind of get the picture of how someone may think. And it, it's not a, you know, that's, that's opening a, a door to meaningful conversation because it's not, yeah, you're doing a little bit of like, Hey, can I talk to you about this? Because maybe that person responds in a really level headed sense. And then it makes right. you feel comfortable of me like, Hey, I'm that guy. Right. You yeah, know, like you're, I, you're like just dipping your toe in the water before you dive in. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's not a, that's, that's just a, precaution you need to take because people are out there people that are out there are not always the best listeners and they you know the people that you choose may not be the bright people you know it it, i don't like i said it's not a trial and tribulation if you open up to somebody um it's 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 on both parties to be responsible of what is and recognizing what's happening and you know if someone is coming to you as a listener um, opening that door to vulnerability is scary. So that's the first thing you need to understand when someone comes to you is, is just know that to them, you're the boogeyman, you know, it's like, you're, <laughs> right? yeah. you're, you're, you're terrified about what they're going to say. They're, they're terrified. Terif- yeah. They're terrified to bring it to you to, to, cause they're terrified what you might think they're terrified might, might say, you know, they don't, they, they're having expectations of their own, how this conversation's going to go. And it's not up you, it's not up to you to live up to those expectations, but it is up you, it is up to you to be considerate of those, Yeah, you know, and, you know, don't put, I, I don't want to say like, never put the emotional responsibility onto you. You're not there to solve their problems. I think that's another big thing to, to, yeah. to say is when someone's coming to you, make that dissociation that it's their problem, that it's their issue, and you're there as a crutch and not a, you know, crutch in a good way where you're right, so, you're yeah. there to support, you're there to um, be there for when they need you. But do not, think that their issues are your issues you know do not think of like oh because they're sad i have to be sad with them right that 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 kind of thing um because that kind of to me it patronizes me a little bit like if someone's getting even more heated or more upset about an issue than i am when i'm talking about it it's not i love the passion and i love how you know that you're expressing yourself but as a listener i'm not looking for that explosion or that you know for you to reason in that certain way of you know yeah i'm not looking to people you know be pleased in this situation i think that's a big as a person going as a person who's being vulnerable you can't go to these situations expecting to be pleased and expecting for this revelation to happen being vulnerable is a is a process to that to making an inclusion it's not it's not the answer and but as a you know I, I keep going back to the listener because I really want people to understand when people are being vulnerable to them, um, how to react and how yeah. to uh, initially control their instincts as a listener. Because you're you're as a listener, you already have your pre-existing biases, your uh, moral code of how you would deal with things, and right. it's all an open-mindedness thing where you know don't don't belittle yourself as a listener to be on someone's level, right? You know, let's, Mm -hmm. you know, if someone's going through an experience that you've already dealt with yourself and they're going through it and they're coming to you being vulnerable about it, um, you can't have that, oh, I've been through this. I know every answer. I know how to, and if they don't take your advice, you get kind of upset and you're like, stop talking to me then. Don't come to me anymore. It's not, it's not a thing where you're this vessel for them to, you know, 
yeah. make all these connections. Have you have you had that where you're you know you go to someone uh, to you know you're opening up to someone and they're like, man, you ain't that's dumb. Like you're you know that's a Dude, dumb problem or that's <laughs> like I, I I've gone to not so much someone that has dealt with the same issue as me, but like I've gone to someone and. I'm like, hey, I'm going through this right now. I don't know how this works. Let me kind of vent out my problems right now. Mm-hmm. And they give me what they would do in that situation, even though they've never done it. Mm-hmm. And when I take that into consideration and think about it, but I eventually veer off in some different ways and how they specifically told me step by step to handle it, they'll get pissed off that I didn't listen to every <laughs> single word and follow it like the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> They get uh, mad. They do they get mad. Yeah, and it it's a thing where yeah, stop when you're a listener, stop projecting what I mean, it, it's great to share your own experiences with that because it helps people feel like they're being related to and feel like their issues aren't uh and when I say you aren't unique, I just mean like, oh, you're dealing you have dealt with that too. It makes me comfort right. that we have you know, the similar um that this, that this isn't only happening to me. And yeah. <laughs> um and but yeah the way you respond to someone is i think initially just validate that they have the right to express their discomforts to you it like if if someone is like hey i'm dealing with this immediately don't reason with them don't say oh i totally feel you that sucks like don't don't open up that door yet like you you yeah. haven't even had the conversation don't just let them know if you really do care about that person and they're opening up to you Respond in a way where you know your feelings are validated. Your comfort, you're you're comfortable here. I hope you're comfortable here. You're totally heard. As right. you know, as and like I said, it's not what there. It's this isn't a, an issue of what that person that is opening up to you is actually saying. This is just whatever they're saying. They have the right to you know, especially right. if they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And so you can't immediately re- react in a way it's like oh man that's dumb or like you're that's you shouldn't think about it like that it's like no you're you don't you don't have the same mind as that person it may not be as big of an issue to you but just if it they're coming to you it's a big deal you know right like i, I think <laughs> oh sorry i, I no, think no, another good. thing important to be the listener is not to poke and prod to get every little piece of information out there you know like uh, maybe they're not ready to talk about that. You know, they haven't got to that point themselves. How can they convey that onto you? Let hear them out where they are right now, and don't try and go any deeper. Encourage them to go deeper and to figure it out, or not even figure it out, but just to explore it a little. But don't be, <laughs> don't be the the oh god the pile driving. You know, break down the door, <laughs> whatever that thing's called. I can't I can't remember, but. Battering don't ram. be that the battering ram. Don't be the battering ram into these people's <laughs> issues. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know how comfortable I am with this. Oh, you getting comfortable today? Fuck. You know? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, it, it's not a it's not an issue of probing somebody. It's an issue of when someone it. it you know, because I have experience with talking to someone online about this and how they are responding to me, they only ask questions because they want me to specifically dive deeper into my, you know, my issue and make, yeah. make me really think about it. So I think as a listener, if someone is coming to you being vulnerable, you have, you know, like you were saying, don't probe for every little like fact or, you know, issue of the story or, you know, their feelings about it. It's ask questions 
that relate to the issue that makes that person think further about what their issue, right. like what that issue is. And that's totally, I, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> you, you help someone get to the conclusion rather than being, this is the answer, you know, take it or leave it. It's not, yeah. it's not that. I think, I think that's the best way to do it too, because if you are the person, like if you're the listener and you are like asking all these questions and, you know, <laughs> just peering through everything to find individual answers to problems that honestly don't even relate to the main topic at hand, then it's harder for the person opening up to come to terms that they got to that that solution themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if if they listen to your advice and like, okay, well, based on all this information you've told me, I recommend doing this, and then it fails miserably then they are going to blame you <laughs> for the downfall of your situation or the downfall of your feelings. And then they put up even more barriers to open up again to someone else. Because they're like, oh man, every time you know I talked to this person once and their advice completely backfired in my face, then what's the point of opening up again, you know? And so it's important not to like you want them to come to the conclusions themselves. You don't want to be the person with all the answers. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because like you said, we're not right all the time, you know? And Absolutely so not. It, when things, when shit hits the fan and you're the one that, you know, told them, follow this step by step, A to Z, and it doesn't work out the way you promised it would, mm-hmm. then, you know, one, your credibility goes out the door. Like you, you don't get, you know, no, they're not going to come back to you anymore. Yeah, to to give feedback on what ha- what's happened. You know, yeah, it's an is it's a matter of being open minded on both sides. So, right. you know, being vulnerable. You're, I'm not. You're not viewed. You know, you have to be open minded. That when you bring your problems to somebody, you have to be open minded enough and understand that that person a might have not gone through the same things that you have. Mm-hmm. that they're not always right but you can tell if someone is you know for me I can always read the room very well if I'm talking to someone whether I agree with what they're saying or not I'm open minded enough to understand where they're coming from right. when they, when they're discussing those type of issues with me or bringing up advice of what they would do and that you know it's a discussion it's not it's not this session of answers you know like what's the answer to number five it's this it's not that it's it's a conversation it's it i always you know when we're growing up it's what are you dealing with what's the problem get to it finish it move on and yeah it's this thing you want to handle your problems as fast as you can it's it's as with little confrontation as possible but sometimes that's not you know yeah we 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 treat our lives and our personal problems like the directions on the back of a microwavable dinner meal. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a it's so true. <laughs> we learn to read like Ricky from <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> you can't understand anything unless it's labeled one through five. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's not it's not a step-by-step process. There's no heat this up for a minute 30, you're going to be solid, you know. There's none of, it's a discussion where this discussion could take 5 minutes, it could take an hour. You know, it's 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 being open-minded that the person that you're being vulnerable to is also you're both in a position of understanding. 
like it because just because you're the one with the issue bringing it up to somebody it is very important to understand that that person is a he i say i'm gonna list off again <laughs> We're like, them hey, up, yeah. uh, no it's just that person has probably never heard you talk about this stuff before and right, or yeah. they're probably just realizing that you're dealing with this issue it's news to them to you you've been bank you've been contemplating this for a while you're you've worked up the courage to tell somebody you have a little bit more momentum in the in this process right. so when you're bringing the it the shock some, factor is gone for you yeah. the shock factor exactly so yeah. when you're bringing it to someone it's i hope they don't oh my god that's crazy you know like none of the like we i hope people are really grounded when you go talk to them but sometimes sometimes those issues are big enough to where it is there's a little bit of a shock value and you need to understand as a person being vulnerable that the way they're reacting to it is not a personal offense it's not like a oh I, oh that's too crazy to handle um i need you know i'm backing out of this or something it, it's just you there's a under, you're both in a position of understanding so the open minded uh being open minded goes both ways and right um and I think being a good listener is underappreciated 100% because like you were saying, you if you're giving your advice, you're putting yourself in their shoes, you're empathizing, you're sympathizing, you're asking good questions, maybe it didn't go the way that that person wanted. Maybe it was right. the way it needed, but it wasn't yeah. the way they wanted. They're going to blame you. Like they're going to probably push the blame off onto you because they don't want to they don't want to think that they're an issue. They're the problem. They're the you know, I'm not saying yeah. you're not holding yourself accountable, but the people that you're talking to are, which is why being a listener, the one of the most dangerous, dangerous, dangerous <laughs> things to be is a listener in those kind of because you're the person that's holding these people accountable at, you know, when you're when they're bringing these issues to you. It's like saying it's I'm going back to what you my backpedal a little bit what you were saying about I'm not going to hold back. You need people to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. They need to right. be honest. They need to and when people hold you accountable, um that's why like when someone's when when you're when you're like, "Hey, I don't like that you did that and that was wrong." It feels like a personal attack, right? Like accountability feels yeah. like a personal attack when you don't understand the consequences of your actions. And yeah. when you're so when you're going to someone being vulnerable, you have to understand that a you don't have anything figured out. There we go again with the list. Uh, you don't have everything <laughs> figured out, and everything you're doing is not right. So yeah, you know, it, don't take someone. Uh, for me, this is a very you know it's a it's a very big issue that I'm dealing with being vulnerable about it. But I I have gone to several people and asked you know how can I stop smoking? What are ways to that you've done this what what ways that, right. that help you that is an issue that's so unique to my you know like that's an issue to fight this battle with nicotine it's not a it's so unique to everybody but everyone but there's millions of people who are dealing with it right so it's right. you yeah. know it's when i'm being vulnerable with that i'm going and putting i know i'm talking to someone who can relate but not necessarily like their process of how they fought it and how they won and how they battled that issue is going to be way different than mine right. i just yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to get mad because the way they dealt with it is way different than way i it's just knowing i think when you're being vulnerable it's the connecting like hey you've got through it i can too and yeah and, and and maybe it's maybe it's an issue where 
you know, you are bringing up an issue that someone can't relate with and that you right. can't get mad because they don't have the experience. Like you're, oh, you can't get mad because someone doesn't have the ex- same experiences you do, you know, that because they can't w- like fully put themselves in a position where they're walking through your shoes in that same mile, you know? Right. I think, okay, so that's a great little segue because I did want to talk about this as well. As a person who is opening up and, you know, I'm seeking uh, another person's input on my on my problems, you can't, you want to avoid being overly defensive about what you're going through, right? Like you, oh goodness. You want to relay this information. You have to be comfortable enough to relay this information with someone, knowing that, hey, I fucked up here. I did this wrong. I just want to, I need to get it off my chest. And when they say, okay, yeah, you fucked up there. Like, you did that wrong. You can't automatically go, well, I did it. Like, you can't, you, have, you can't try your hardest to justify your actions. You can't be, you can't put all these walls up immediately after you've taken them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's a big issue, yeah. Because then that just defeats the purpose. That's so counterintuitive to what you're trying to get done in this, in this conversation is that let me tell you what I'm going through, but let me justify why I, I did these actions. Mm-hmm. Even though if you know you did wrong, you know, that's, that's the hit to your pride that people are so afraid of. That's like, oh, man, I'm wrong, and they're about to know it. Like, can they ever trust me again? Can they ever, you know, will they view me in the same light? Mm-hmm. Odds are they won't. I, but the way you handle that situation, sometimes you, even if you acknowledge that you fucked up or you did something terrible, those people will look, you, look at you in a brighter light because you're taking accountability and you're taking, like, you're looking to right these wrongs that you've done or you're looking to better yourself out of these situations. Mm-hmm. Like you putting yourself out there to get the help that you need or get the the guilt out of your heart, out of your brain, you know, it <laughs> people will see that and be like, okay, wow, they're making big steps. Like, let's support that. Mm-hmm. Let's get them past this, you know? Yeah. But when you immediately try to defend everything that you've done, then it makes it that much harder for one them to understand the problem at hand and two it makes it harder for you to to receive and really think about that feedback Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no it's it's a it's a battle on perception it's you don't want to bring up your problems because you don't want people to perceive you doing wrong and or or you know just being vulnerable like we were talking about just being weak you know you don't want to be perceived like that so you know it, it is it is a thing where you're always battling, you know, that I don't want that person to think of me that way. So I'm going to put certain walls up and yeah, just... let me word it this way. So it makes it seem a little less bad. Yeah. And then and when you do that, they see, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you're justifying and making, and honestly, it's just making excuses. And when yeah. you're, when you start making excuses, that's like where you start sounding, uh, you know, it's like, why are you even talking about this? Because if you're justifying it with all these different reasons, then in your mind, what's the issue, right? You know, if, right, yeah. if, if you're justifying, oh, I, well, I, di- I did that because of this and this and this. It's not that you can't express why you did stuff. Justif- like, it's not a justification issue if you're bringing up – it's like someone, if someone asks you why you thought about it that way, it's not like don't right. bring – it's not like a – it's not a 
issue where you're wrong. You're, you just tell them honestly why you felt that way and be yeah. open enough to not get defensive if someone says that was wrong. You know, right. it's, so exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree with that. And I, I struggle with that because like I, I was just saying, when you're, when you bring up a problem, uh, I can justify it. Like I can, I can stop smoking anytime I want. I can, um, I only do it, you know, in certain groups or I only, you know, I'm making these excuses yeah. to light, lighten the mood or lighten the scenario where someone is then, but then it makes the listener kind of go, Oh, well, you're kind of belittling it a little bit. So it may, it, maybe it's not as a big issue as you think, or, you know, you're they're they're perceiving it as like a 50% and you're, you're, you know, it's really a hundred, if that makes sense, right. you yeah. know, and you don't want to belittle your problems or your discomforts because that person that's listening doesn't know that you're doing that doing in that. the moment. So they're thinking, oh, you're dealing with this, but is it really that big of an issue? You know, you don't yeah. want to, if it's really bothering you, say it because like you don't, because then you ultimately get mad at the listener because they're, you know, it seems like they're patronizing you a little bit or something, right. you yeah. know? Exactly. It's like, if you are hiding why this is, so bad for you or why you're going through this problem purposefully you know if you're like okay let me talk to you about this it's not that bad but like it's just really bothering me then the person listening is like okay you're making a mountain out of a molehill like this isn't really a big deal like you know try this try that you know if it doesn't work oh well it's not a big deal anyway it's empty advice yeah it's empty advice and then the person opening up is just like oh my god they don't care about me you know they don't (laughs) They weren't listening at all. No, they were listening to all the justifications and to all the belittlement of the problems. (laughs) And that's the logical way they're going to think about these things is how you put them out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be confident in what you say. Yeah, because if if it's really bothering you, like I said, for someone who uh, is battling with an issue and you go to that person who has also battled that issue, maybe not in the same way, but if... Let's say um, someone took drastic measures, like drastic measures to help them through their issue, and it was this monumental moment in their life, and Mm -hmm. you come to them, and you're you're talking about it like it's not an issue. Like, uh, the part of understanding is I've done this, too, where um, I've talked to someone about not smoking cigarettes, and I've made the comment, well, I can, you know, maybe I can, I feel like my mindset is I can stop every time, and... You know, I've taken efforts to do it. It's I've done this and this and this to kind of help it. And to this person, the person I was relaying it to was like, dude, I went to two weeks of rehab. I did, uh, I still this day only chew gum, like, and, you know, to right. help with this. They're, they, they, this was a monumental change in their life for the better. And I'm bringing it as like, ah, maybe it's an issue. Like maybe, yeah. it's, maybe <laughs> exactly. it's this. Maybe this is a problem. And that's another thing. It's like you don't want people to belittle your problems, but you don't want to belittle it to someone who has real experience to that, yeah. because that also, you know, there. That's where you're banking on someone to yeah. tell you what you really want to hear. Because if they're like, no, dude, this I. I fucked up heavy with this. You're right. like at the beginning of this. I want to try to catch you before you get to where I am. Yeah. And that's and that was the way that conversation went. And he he legit was like, "No, bro, that's not a. This no, is an issue. You're yeah. full of shit. This is a big issue. Don't." And I and I needed to hear that because 
<laughs> you know, I'm putting up all these walls of I'm stronger than I am. I I don't need as much help. I don't need to reach out as heavy. I you know I got this under control, right? right yeah. <laughs> Everything is smooth sailing. I'm just gonna talk about it for a second. It's not like that. Sometimes you have to be, you know, you want you just know, <laughs> to be careful um, yeah. and be considerate, and that's on both sides. But as specifically with being vulnerable, you are in the right. Uh, it, it, like you, if you let your walls down to open up to someone, I want you to know that the considerations you need to make to the listener. I know this is gonna, it's kind of controversial, but you need to like you're more. I'm not gonna say right or wrong, but you're more on the side of because you're the one opening up and being vulnerable, and that person may share some similar experiences, but you're not. Uh, you you know you're more on the. I don't. I don't even know how to describe. It. You're just more on the the. You know what you know more what's going on. It's not a tick for tack situation where they know everything, every little detail. Yeah, it's like you know the most about the situation. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of the star of the show in that in that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, that. Thank you. You are the yeah. main character in this movie. Like yeah. you, you are the one presenting your problem. Yes, you need to take considerations as the listener, but not as much as consideration as a listener needs to take for the person being vulnerable. It's right. an open mindedness on both sides, but for the person being vulnerable, just know you're not in control. That's a really weird way to say that, but you have the upper hand if that makes sense. Like you, yeah. you are the main character. You are the one that is dropping your walls down. Someone's not. Yep. They, you know, someone, when you go to someone, they're going to have their walls up and then you open up yourself to where they start, the listener lets their walls down too. So they can start connecting with you, reasoning with you, leveling, like being on same level of playing fields. But just know you are the main character in this. Like you, you're the, you're the one bringing up the issue and your discomforts. You need to be listened to. You need to uh, be valued. You need to be validated and, um, or when I say validated, that could be like you were saying, someone is, hey, you have the right to express your opinions, but that's either right or wrong in my eyes. And, you yeah. know, it's the, yeah, just like going, it's that back and forth. <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah. It, and I think that's what I, I struggle with that too, uh, with understanding that when I'm talking about my problems, that since it's such a soul issue, it's, you know, it feels yeah. like no one else is experiencing. It feels like I'm in this bubble to myself. And I, sometimes I don't take as much consideration for the listener as I should. And, um, because I lose track of my thoughts of like, what is this person thinking through this? Are they, when I leave, are they going to think way different of me because I brought up this problem? And I'm worried about all these X factors that aren't even related to actually expressing myself. And yeah, I, (laughs) it's, I, you, you start losing track and. I don't know. You just get kind of discombobulated, and you don't and you right. don't really end up solving this issue at hand, right? So I agree with most of what you said. Okay, um, excuse thing, this, me. I know, <laughs> dude. I'm clapping back, baby. I'm clapping back. But to the point of the listener, I think it's because the person opening up, they're the one kind of controlling the situation that they have to keep in mind when and where they're having this conversation, right? So if you're at a party or you're with a group of friends and one of 
your friends who's going through something just immediately like, oh man, we're at Jessica's birthday party. By the way, Jordan, I, you know, I'm going through all these big problems. And they, they take you away from the reason why you're there in the first place, you know? Like, and so now as the listener, you are stuck in this three-hour conversation when everyone else is having a good time. And then now you're just thinking, God, am I going to be a dick if I say, hey, let's cut this short? You know, <laughs> like, you know, so as oh, the yeah. person opening up, as a person opening up, be mindful because you do control the situation. You want, <laughs> if you want the best advice and you want the best situation, the best surrounding to be heard, dude, pick a time and a place beforehand. Don't just show up and be like, all right, everybody, hear what I got to say. You know? Hey, you got- <laughs> hey, Jimmy, it's your birthday. I'm here to bring you all my problems. <laughs> Happy birthday, bitch. <laughs> I wrapped it myself, baby. But, <laughs> but be considerate of, of the time and the place. If you, are, if you know that you are about to have a three-plus-hour conversation with someone and that you have so much to unload, so much to get off your chest, and so much to talk about, make sure that the listener is free to do so because that will be at your detriment. If you're like, hey, do you want to grab, like, a 30 minute lunch really quick and then you dive deep into this giant conversation that requires hours of time not it can't just be boiled down to 30 minutes because mm-hmm. then you're not going to get anywhere it's just going to be a weird mood for the rest of the day because you're going to feel like oh god i had so much more to say and then they're gonna be like where did that come from you know like yeah like, i just absolutely. wanted a turkey sandwich like <laughs> yeah i was just looking to have a little break from my work day have a little yeah. lunch with a friend and or you know to have this good time and then move on. Yeah, that's totally. Oh my gosh, we were. How, this always happens when alcohol is involved, uh, where you yeah. get like it's like the end. Why does every like when you're you know of course before quarantine times in this age right now when parties were a thing <laughs> and you're at a party why is at the end of the party the people that are left and they all they like form a, a circle and everybody's like laying out their issues at the very yeah. end of this part it's like yes there is there's that's the that's the part of the party that you want to be that's a part. part of the party yeah <laughs> everyone's just... everyone's crying everyone's involved every it's great but you like you say you don't you want to be mindful because you don't want to go up to me when I'm in the middle of a dance floor and being like, you know, doing my thing (laughs) and be like, Hey Martin, I really need to talk to you about this issue. Cause I'm going to, I'm so sorry, but time and place. The the listener is not in the right mindset to hear you out. The listener is in this like, Oh, it's party time. We're having fun. I'm going to have a few drinks. I mean, like we're like, they're at a nine when you are about to have like a, a level of, you need to have this calm, cool collected conversation absolutely yeah you need to have it needs to be meaningful yeah yeah so like dude before if you wanted to if you're ready to talk to somebody if you're ready to you know you're like all right i'm finally ready to open up about this and you have a person that you know will be willing to to listen to you to talk to you about it to give you sound advice and just hear you out call them up a few days probably like hey saturday night like if you wouldn't mind, can we, like, could you come over? Or I could come over. Or let me give you a call. 
because I want to have this big conversation. And I need to have it soon, mm-hmm. and I trust you enough to have it with. Yeah. Then they'll be like, "All right, cool." Like they'll set aside things in their day. They'll they'll block things out, and so they can one be prepared to get into this mindset with you. Because if you're half drunk, you know, dancing your ass off for two hours, <laughs> then you are nowhere near in the right mindset to listen. No, and nor and that and that's a consideration that one person has made in my life, and it it really changed the way I bring up problems to people. One time, I got a text message um, from a very good friend of mine, and. Granted, I was having an amazing day. I had a great day at work. I came home. I was, you know, just doing my thing, playing music. I was on top of the world. And she she texted me and said, hey, are you emotionally available to have a conversation with me right now about something that involves this issue? I don't want to go in depth. It's pretty, yeah, you yeah. know. But, uh, you know, when I received that text, because I wasn't emotionally available, like, you know, I was on a high, I was, I had a great day, I was feeling good. It's not that that conversation would bring me down. But you like the consideration that person made for me to be like, hey, are you in a position to listen? And because as a as a respected friend, I'm always I will say like it, you know, you can call me at 2am and vent an issue if you really i'm I'm gonna be that person for you i'm yeah. just saying with this issue particular particularly like you said it was gonna be a long conversation it was gonna be something where right. i need to actively put myself in a position of listening because when you're when you're getting that 30 minutes lunch with somebody you're not oh i need to listen to this person it's not like right. you know it's it's this okay we're gonna have a lighthearted it's fun whatever i'm seeing a friend of mine blah yeah. blah blah you're not emotionally connected with the issue so <laughs> when that person sent that text it changed my whole perspective of how I was going to be vulnerable with someone else too, because if someone's not emotionally available or they're not in the right mindset to have that conversation, you don't want to have that conversation. It's going to end in detriment and, and you're just going to build yourself more walls because maybe, maybe it's a good friend too. I think that this is the biggest, like you're always thinking my best friend is there for me and like, they'll do anything and they're always going to be there for me. That is true. If if you, if you believe that with your person, that is true, but just understand that they are also a human and they have their own emotions. Maybe they have had a bad day and you reach out and you're like, Hey, can I talk about this issue? They're going to be, if they're already angry or heated or something's bothering them that they're dealing with, Right. They're they're not going to be emotionally available for you to you know <laughs> yeah, like exactly. maybe if she sent that text I I honestly I responded hey I'm actually in a position of I've had a great day it's not rude to say this I don't think either yeah no it's just being honest it's like hey I actually had a really good day I don't think I, I'm hanging out with you know a group of people right now I'm not in a position to like walk away and have this conversation and I'm not in a, especially over a phone or text, you know? Right. Yeah. And I was like, let's, and I did the thing where you were saying, let's meet up, you know, on Wednesday, let's get lunch or like, let's get dinner or something and let's have this conversation. So going to, so as a listener going to that, expecting that conversation to happen, you're putting yourself in a mindset of, um, I'm about to hear this person out. I'm about to do this thing. You know, it gives you ample time to, for both parties involved, the listener has time to like, okay, cool. Like I have to prepare myself to take something on, you know, with this person. I have to be able to kind of soften my walls as well to be like, if I need to let something fly to relate, I have to mentally prepare myself to be able to do that. 
And for the person opening up, they're like, okay, he's willing to do it. Great. Let me have, you know, a little bit extra time to really sort out what I want to talk about and really what issues I want to bring to the forefront. Because if not, if you're just like pulling shit out of a bag, it's messy. It's misconstrued. You don't know what's going on. Like neither party does. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's hard to have that good, meaningful conversation rather than just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And so that's like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, th- this is this is kind of like the last little thing that I that I wanted to talk about, but I think that um vulnerability is like a a walk on a tightrope <laughs> because you can easily take vulnerability too far and go into the state of neediness. Mhm. To where, hey, like, if you're vulnerable, if you're, like, you know, looking for actual meaningful advice and conversation, like, hey, I'm going through this issue. I really need to talk to somebody about it. And you're, you know, doing the things to prepare yourself. They're doing the things to prepare themselves. You're like, okay, like, I've thought about these things. What do you think about? But if that's a constant, because, like, we've said this in other episodes, too. I think too much of one thing can be a detrimental thing. And if you're, if any problem arises that you immediately need to just like, oh God, I need to call so-and-so about this, or oh God, I need to meet up about this problem, and you don't take any time to actually go through it yourself and see if you, this is something that you can handle by yourself without getting someone else involved, then I think that goes into the side of neediness where you're relying on everyone else to solve your problems mm-hmm. or you're relying on, like, I have this issue, I can't get through it unless I talk to someone about it. Mm-hmm. And you're not even, you know, attempting to get through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. You're skipping the first two stepping stones and you're jumping right to three. And yeah. it's you're skipping a whole process. Um, and I, like I said, this is unique for everyone, but like the it's self-realization is the first thing. It's like, why am I feeling upset? Why is this making me upset? And then if you can't, if you just, genuinely don't understand that's where you're not feeling that's where the neediness is eliminated right it's right uh it's it's, i I don't understand this to the degree in which i need to and i need further clarity like it's a thing where you have yeah it's it's all a you take the first step into being like self-awareness confidence you know Mm -hmm. you're bringing you're getting things like shed the issue to yourself the way that you're going to shed it onto someone else Right. Yeah. You know, like if it's if you're going to bring it up as like a really dramatic thing to somebody, and and if it is, that's you know you're validated in that. If it's really it's a big issue. If it's bothering you enough to relay those feelings to someone else, say those things before to yourself before you know make it that big of a feeling for you before you make it that big of a feeling for someone else. You know, right? Because like what we were talking about is you make this huge issue for yourself. You can't battle it. You go and seek other people, and then you belittle it to somebody. That's like you can't. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't, and vice versa. You can't make belittle it to yourself and then make it a dramatic issue to somebody else. Someone else. You know, yeah. it, it works that both ways. Like you have to be consistent in the in the magnitude in which you re- like are dealing with this problem. If it's not really a big issue, um, and you can talk about it casually to yourself and to someone else, it's amazing. And if you can do the thing where it's a really huge problem, 
try to formulate those ideas as right. a huge problem to someone. And then if you, you know, obviously we, we're not full of answers, you know, no one has, is the, there's no catch all for all these problems. So that's, yeah. you know, if it's dramatic to you, make it to dra- dramatic to somebody else. And when I say dramatic, that's a really word. That's a really tough word to say. I'm not saying because dramatic makes it seem like you're overreacting to a scenario. Yeah. I'm just meaning if it's, it's, if, if it has a really, strong hold or if you're feeling a lot because of it you know it's yeah you know make it that way to someone else don't you know be honest and vice versa <laughs> and I, yeah i think that's and that and because that person is like we were saying maybe heard that for the first time and they need to form like take time to formulate their ideas to be able to convey yeah. to you you know especially if it's a serious issue i would want someone to hear me out ask questions and then maybe get back to me a day or two like yeah yeah, you know? yeah 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 i love that i love that and i do want to be i do want to be careful about what i'm saying here like i'm not saying that every issue you know before you seek out you're needy before you you know look at it yourself that's not what i'm saying like if you and a friend are walking down a street and someone comes up to you and just like, you know, screams in your face and that person is there. I'm, I wouldn't say, okay, I want to talk about this, but in three days, let me have time to, you know, <laughs> sit on it. That's one of those things where it's like, oh my God, can you believe that? Why did she do that? What, what's happening? Is there something wrong? Like that's one of those situations where it's not a needy thing, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. they're there, they're, they're there already. <laughs> they saw it happen. <laughs> It's good in yeah. that situation to be like, what just happened yeah. right now? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you want to give, as a listener, you want to give uh, time for them to be able to handle their problems. And, and I think I think the reason I'm saying that so much uh, is like, I think we've said it um, before is it, it's just we're getting to an age and I don't want to say you know everyone matures and everybody has their progression of life in different phases I'm not saying right. just because I'm this age you have to be this mature um but you know getting into young adulthood and moving on uh now it it's an issue where I'm not I'm not 10 anymore like these issues that I'm I'm having I can I have knowledge and I have the capability to kind of handle it myself and yeah. you don't, like I said, you don't have to have the answers. You don't have to bring them to me or you don't have to bring answers to somebody for them to validate them. It's not like that. It's just, you know, get, have a grasp on yourself, um, enough and come like we were saying, comfortability with yourself. And mm-hmm. before you project those issues onto someone else, because if you're, if you're yourself are practicing that perseverance and that, that, uh, you know, and you're like seeking support uh, for an issue and stuff. I, I'm I'm kind of losing my train of thought, but I'm just, it's yeah. I'm just thinking it's. Oh, I hate when I, I do this every time. Um, I, I'm hearing you. I, I'm getting. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just it's just I don't know that I want you to have this ability to handle yourself a little, and that and that might be me expecting too much um, from people. Yeah. I, I know, like I said, I'm not perfect. I, I have expectations as a listener that I probably shouldn't. And I, and I can recognize those and it's such as, Hey, you're old enough to have a grasp on this problem. That's a terrible way to view it. Um, right. And it's something I'm still struggling with today because I, I'm, and this is, this is, I'm going to paint a dramatic picture here. What if someone is, you know, what, if, what if my mom or dad or my uncle or somebody that's, you know, my parents age, you know, like yeah. have half a life more than me. 
and I'm thinking this person is mature. They've done way more than I have, and right. they're coming to me about an issue that I'm struggling with currently. And I'm like, I view them. I'm like, you're old enough, man. Why why don't you have a grasp on this yet? Yeah. And I'm putting up a wall to where just because you're of certain age or you're just because you're of yeah. certain standing that you have to have this situation figured out. But or at least ha- like I have to feel like you have a grasp on it, and you're not, you yeah. know. T- and and that's a terror. I know that's a that's a that's a shortcoming of my of uh, myself too. And I'm I'm still getting to that point of vulnerability. And all these and all these mental health issues that we we relay in this podcast they they can come at any point in your life and yeah. i I want to stress that where just because you're ten fifteen twenty twenty five thirty thirty five forty all these issues you're you're running into these problems daily and yearly, and you know you're always gonna have something that's gonna make you right. uncomfortable that you may think you need to share, and you know as a person you go in with like less expectations on how those outcomes are going to go because I, I'm still doing that where, you yeah. know, Jordan, <laughs> uh, I, I think I do it to a fault too, where because I have that view on myself, like for other people, I have that view on myself where yeah. I remember texting you, um, conflict resolution has been a huge part in the ending of 2020 for me with several friends of mine and several, uh, relationships. And it's been great. I, I will honestly say, opening this door of vulnerability i think these people reaching out to me and specifically uh wanting to appease and wanting to kind of de-elevate the situation if that's the right, right. word or de-escalate you know uh, uh yeah and it it just i don't know it's uh oh man it, it's it's a thing where i i think i have a grasp on it and i and i'm getting to a ah man i'm sorry it's i'm getting you're anxious talk, to, you're talking yeah. your way through it man it's good <laughs> exactly it's good. and it it's I, I still lost my train of thought but the <laughs> you know with just with those issues that are coming up i like to think that i have a grasp on them and but oh no that sorry i totally remember what i was going to tell you sorry <laughs> sorry no the, where i was going with this is because I have that view that people should have it all, not all together, but, you know, somewhat together before they talk to me, you know, if they're older than me or something like that. Right. Um, and I have that view on myself. When I text you about it, I'm always like, hey, man, this isn't an issue or like I'm chilling, but yeah, I this happened. And yeah. you and, and and I'm I'm trying to put you in a position where it's funny. You know, I it, it really didn't bother me. So I am conveying it that it's it's lighthearted and I really and yeah. like chill about it but there is a little like sensation of like it's fucking bugging me right <laughs> like right? <Yeah>. it's like <laughs> this is fucking bugging me and i don't relay that to you because either you're at work or i'm just texting you i don't know where you are what you're doing right yeah. and i hold back and i'm like no oh, no and it's chill i just want you to know it happened <laughs> and and it's a to a fault because you know then we we'll, then we talk later and i i know Probably to you. I mean, you can honestly say you can honestly say this. Like when I bring it up, you're like, "Well, you didn't convey that the first time." You know, like you <laughs> you said it was pretty chill. But honestly, honestly, <laughs> honestly, no, I don't think about it that way. Like I know you well enough that when you bring something up to me, you're like, "Oh, you're not gonna believe this. Look what showed up today, or look look what this person said." I'd be like, "Oh, damn. Okay, that's wild." And like, I know you're gonna want to talk about it later on, but I know this isn't the time or the platform to do it on. So I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like. I'll. I know we're gonna talk about it later. 
That's okay with me. Exactly. And I'll toast to that. Yeah. I'll toast to that. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> Just know it's totally okay to open up to people. You are not less of a person than, uh, you know, if you do open yourself up to people, be confident yeah. in your issues that you're dealing with. And if they're an issue, you need to convey your discomforts to people, even if it's going to make other people uncomfortable. Because we're in this, we're in this light of, the new age change, right? You know, everything's different. Everything's changing, you know, voice your disc, you know, if there are limits, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, like don't yell at a comedian for doing an inappropriate joke. It's, you know, that kind of thing, you know, don't get too worked up, but, um, but just be confident that you're not less of a person when you are just expressing your discomforts or if you're offended or if you're, you know, that, that stuff's always, at least in my eyes, it's always acceptable because just like you guys, hopefully, um, we are trying to change ourselves for the better too. And if I am making someone uncomfortable, even as a listener, I'm want to change that. I want to make sure that if that person is, you know, as a person being vulnerable, you have the right to be like, Hey, you didn't respond to that. Right. I don't, you know, this, we're us talking about it. You're getting maybe too defensive. You know, you have the right to have a communication on how you communicate with each other. I think that's honestly very, I mean, that's the last thing I want to say is that (laughs) communication about how you communicate is, is very important. And that's like what we were talking about basically through this whole episode of just mindfulness and understanding on both sides of the parties. And and you know, you're just getting comfortable with that. It's going to open your wall. Your walls will just get smaller and smaller every day. And, and then those walls will, you know, they'll be non-existent. And yeah. when I say non-existent, I'm, I, everybody has their walls, but you know, yeah. you'll be way more comfortable. Um, and you'll we'll build th- a door to go through them. That's exactly. A- <laughs> you'll build that door to walk through it. Exactly. And because no one deserves to live a, in a life of discomfort, if it's making you a certain, feel a certain way, you have every right to express that. And, you know, whether people validate that or not, you really do. Um, yeah. And, and, and like I said, you even have the right to do it if you're wrong. Like if you're, if you're trying to say something is offensive or something like that and you, and you're clearly wrong, I don't want to say wrong. That's terrible. But you know, let's just, you know, you, ha- you have the right to express your opinion, even if it goes against what most people think or the normality of the situation. It's, it's totally Great. cool. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think that's a, I'm good. You know, that's I think it. I, yeah. <laughs> I think this is good. I think this is good. Beautifully said, my friend. Beautifully said. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, everyone, again for tuning in. Always appreciate the love and support from you guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram at creation underscore of Martin, Jordan Hooter underscore, and at Almost Cool Pod. Uh, shoot us an email at almostcoolpod at gmail dot com. Um, listen, like we've been getting so much feedback from people, and you know, people coming to us with different topics they want to hear about, and I. We will get to those, I promise. And these are things that we get so excited when someone else is like, hey, I would love to hear you guys talk about this. It, like, it's like, oh, my God, people actually give a shit. Like, we, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> we can't thank you guys enough for all the wonderful feedback. And, you know, we love y'all. We hope you have a great rest of your day. So, absolutely. <laughs> we love you guys. Please reach out. We'd love to. Um, and what, you know, if you write in and you're comfortable with us sharing it on the show and giving your opinion, you know, we are totally comfortable with uh, relaying that information. We want, yeah. we want everyone to understand that this is a community-based thing. 
And, you know, we're not two people who are just up here talking and don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're trying to better ourselves as well. So uh, we want to keep that ball rolling for everybody else, you know, who's struggling through all this stuff, too. So, yeah, please yeah. listen and subscribe and we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> see y'all later. Thank you. <laughs>